an effect on something about his voice i don't know i i always say this that um i, I need help there's just something about maxwell's voice and this song i can never get enough of good evening everyone welcome to another episode of days after dark thank you so much for joining me i'm your host moments with me days after dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. We have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Again, 
thank you for joining us tonight. Please go ahead, leave your inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sanette, Rose Solo, and Marlon. Always grateful. And of course, I have Javette here with us as well. Whew. I don't know, I need to cut this song because it's it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Well, it's probably doing what it's supposed to do. Let, let me stop. Um, ladies, <laughs> how are you doing? Sonette, how are you? How are you, Sonette? Good. I mean, that song, <laughs> if you see it live, if you've seen him perform that thing live in a stadium filled with thousands of people, it's a whole nother yeah. Listen. It, yeah. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. Mm. That's all I'm a sex. <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. You could hear a pin drop when he was singing those falsettos. It <sighs> was incredible. You know what I wonder though, Sinet? What is he like in bed because you find that a lot of these men who are able to um sweep women off their feet especially through music we don't necessarily hear good feedback i'm just wondering what it's like or should i not wonder <laughs> i need help it's okay i need help <laughs> wow maxwell 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 rosolo Good evening. How are you? Good evening, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. So that my 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 experience at the Maxwell concert wasn't the same. He um he didn't sing the song. We <laughs> sat there. He didn't, and we sat there. The thing is, you know, I went with a bunch of idiots just like me. So when the concert was over, we all just sat there, and everybody's getting up and they're leaving. And I'm like, I know he's coming back out. He's gonna sing. This was worth. He's there's. That's the only reason we came, right? To to hear that one song, and he didn't sing it. <sighs> um, yeah. So I need to redo a Maxwell concert because he never. I I can't believe he didn't sing it. He didn't sing it though. He sang every other song, and his voice is beautiful. It's sultry. It it it, it, encap it does it. It captures you. It's just it's beautiful. But he didn't sing this woman's words. Mm. So, yeah. But other than that, I'm doing great. Other than that, I'm doing great. Awesome. It's Monday. You I was, um, Yeah, I'm 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 very tired. I, I was I'm more tired today than I was last Monday. So I'm really? gonna try not to. Yeah. What are and you I made doing it different? The entire show. No, that's. I don't know. I don't know what I did different. I don't know. I just I'm exhausted. But I, so if I, you know, we thought I was gonna fall asleep and probably start snoring. Last the, week. Um, well, let's Last see if it happens is, this week. That's a possibility this week, definitely. <laughs> don't worry, we got you. Don't worry, we got you. Thank you, Marlon. Oh, Marlon. You know, Marlon, we'll get back to you. We're doing the latest first. Javette, how are you? Good evening, ladies. Good evening, Javette. <laughs> Good evening. I'm here choking on some water. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, forgive me. Javette, let me what what are 
are y'all going to do with me? I realize more and more that I have a serious issue. I do. Um, my mind is not clean. Um, I don't know what you're going to do with me. I'm trying. I'm trying. You live in your life. You hurting anybody? You're no. not hurting anybody. No. So don't worry about it. Now, if Marlon has an issue with it, then okay. I don't, at this point, I don't even know if he has an issue. He's just come to terms that he's married to somebody who ain't all okay. You're not hurting anybody. So live your life, man. We only get it once. <laughs> what they say? YOLO? YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't choke over there, Javette. Please don't. Yeah, because it will be nobody here <laughs> to, to even save me anymore. Oh my gosh. L let me say this. There are some men that I don't think I have any business watching live in concert. Maxwell. I don't think I have any business watching him live at all. Enrique Iglesias. And one more from Puerto Rico. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony ain't cute, but there's just something about him. So Mark Anthony, he, he did the rodeo here. Was it right before COVID? Uh -huh. Yeah, he's 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 caliente. Yeah, I have to tell you guys, I didn't like Maxwell when he first came out. Dun, oh. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I really did it. <laughs> this song, though, this song, yeah, you know, you go to these concerts and you might have to walk where it depends, right? <laughs> Nah. Lots of panties on stage. I will tell you that there were a lot of panties on stage. Women just throwing them. Yeah, he stuffed them in his pockets, but like there were a lot of panties being thrown at him. I hope they were clean, new and clean, with tags still on them. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know that there are men who will purchase your dirty underwear? Yes. yes <laughs> yep. Ladies, we have yep. business opportunities out there. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, there are men who purchase women's underwear dirty and they sniff it. I'm like, that's gross. That is gross. But I'm happy to have you ladies. Let, let me talk to the men for a second. Marlon, how's it going? I'm doing just fine. <laughs> You tried out a vex. Is that supposed to be an attempt at Maxwell? Yes. It ain't gonna work for you, boo. It ain't gonna work. I can sing like this. Put me in the shower. I can sing like my. That's <sighs> Let me ask you, Marlon, before I jump over to Aljola, let me ask you a question. You're married to someone who is kind of crazy, right? You're married to... What? Okay, but keep going. What did you just say? It's a setup. It's a setup. Don't do it. <laughs> so, you're married to someone 
someone who is kind of crazy, right? Your your marriage is someone whose mind is in the gutter, pretty much. How do you, as a husband, deal with your wife who admires other men? Not necessarily because she wants to sleep with them, but she admires them. How do you deal with that? Let me ask. And I want I want to be serious for a second, or at least try. You don't bother me. At the end, you're always going to find somebody out there you admire and you probably even look better than your husband. There's always going to be somebody out there. So it don't bother me. You know, so. Okay. I, it don't bother me. But it does affect some people. It affects some people, yeah, because they feel like you want to sleep with that person or you want to be with that person or whatever because he's cute or whatever, but. Me personally, it doesn't bother me. And if you want to sleep with him, it's all on you. It's your choice. <laughs> I got the hall pass. You have to live with your choice. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, stuff like that don't bother me. You have to let people live and let people have a good time. And because you're always going to have somebody looking better than your husband or your wife or whatever. So. Just gotta look and say, "Wow, not bad," and just and just roll on. Well, yeah, but a, a lot of guys it bothers a lot of guys. And why though? Too, but why is that the case though, Marlon? I don't know. I, I would say they probably. I don't know if it's insecurity or jealousy. I really don't know. I probably probably more insecurity. They feel like that. You know, they're not secure in their relationships, so they figure. I don't know. I, re I, re I really don't know how to put my hand on it. I really don't know. I can't, I can't answer that for somebody. And somebody who is like that need to answer that question. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Marlon. No, it's a serious question, though, um, Sunette, for real, though, because um, there are people who feel threatened if their partner looks at somebody else. Um, if their partner... Yeah. Go ahead, Sunette. Go ahead. Let but me... here's the thing. If it doesn't matter where you get your appetite wet, just eat at home. That's it. That's fine. That's yeah. it. Whatever you see, appetizer, you see tray, but don't mean don't sample the appetizer. Just like go, mm, yeah, that looks like it'll be good, and go home and eat something better. Exactly. It's like window shopping, right? You just don't go in the store. You admire what you see in the showcase. That's how I look at it. But um, some people have serious issues with it. People have walked out of relationships because of it. And I'm like, really? Is it that serious? So that's me, right? And thank God that Marlon doesn't get upset or is not jealous or that sort of thing when it comes to it. But has it ever bothered you, Sunette, if your husband, if he has ever, let, let me not assume, if he has ever, does it bother you? Is that something that would affect you? Is that a deal breaker for you in your relationship? If he cheats on me, yes. If he admires, I don't give a crap. I know he's coming. My husband, from we met, most of, most of his friends were women. When we met, he was living with a woman who was a platonic friend from 20 years before. Uh, he very quickly after that introduced me to an ex-girlfriend who has been a friend of his and from around the same time. So I'm like, okay, so these are your friends? And he's like, yeah, these are my friends. And he says it. And 
There's no shaking about it. There's no um, looking around and questioning. He's always been very upfront. These are my friends. And that's it. He's never had a lot of male friends. So he's got, I'm hoping he has some outlet of some friendship and not just me. And if they happen to be women, they happen to be women. Right. He's being honest with me. He's coming home to me. He's calling me. He's emailing me. And I don't see him spending time. He's not spending time with them outside, like on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. It's happening like once every six months. He may be going to dinner with one of them or something. And we now live. 3,000 miles away so he hasn't seen these people in the last summer in New York and we all got together Mm -hmm. it was three years ago so I'm not worried and even if he's meeting a lot of people now he's a a college professor so he has young women in his office in his um in his classrooms I've been there and laughed at the girls flirting with him (laughs) laughed because he came he's like He's like, you saw that, right? I'm like, yeah, I saw that. But he can be absolutely so oblivious too. So it's like, it's hilarious. Oh. But I'm not worried. And if and and if I am a gullible dumbass, that'll be the gullible dumbass who ends up being cheated on. But I don't see that from my partner, so I'm not worried. Okay. And he knows he knows me, who I go and I look at them, go, mm, and I'll say that a lot to him. He's like, like he's like, I'm right here. <laughs> so we have that. We have a similar di- dynamic of you and Marlon in that respect. Good. I know Marlon has a lot of female friends as well. Yes. So there's a similar dynamic there. Yeah. And we're all good. Okay. Awesome. And I think that's healthy. But some people bet to differ. But let me jump over to Otto. If he can, Otto, can you speak? Good evening, everyone. Yes, I can speak. All right. Awesome. As a man, how would you feel if your woman was admiring other men, not to sleep with them? but was admiring them and letting you know, oh my gosh, that guy's sexy. How would that make you feel? Well, just like Marlon said, um, it does, that part doesn't bother me. What bothers, what would bother me is um, the time of day that you give this person. Um, Let's say if it's, um, you're just paying someone a compliment, fine and dandy, laugh and joke about it. Yeah. Um, I'm right. I'm standing right here. I can hear you with whatever you're saying. But if you're giving this person the time of day, let's say um, where it goes beyond flirting, where it's the communication constantly and things of that nature where boundaries aren't set. Right. And if this person crosses boundaries and you don't check them or, or anything, you're just, Oh, he's just being playful or whatnot. That's where I have an issue that lets me know that you're, semi-entertaining a thought okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah thank you thank you for sharing night sula welcome yeah that makes sense you know you have to have boundaries of course and you you must know the line you cannot cross i know i was joking earlier when marlon said well that's on me and that is true if I decide to step outside, don't, I'm going to have to face the, the consequences of my actions. And we have to know where to draw the line. You can't be pushing the envelope to the point where you are going to affect your relationship, right? At the same time, you have to have balance. You can't feel that your partner will only see you. They're not blind. And what happens when they're not around you? You're, you should be in a relationship where you're comfortable with each other. Where you, And this is me, my suggestion, where you should be able to say, hey, babe, 
check that girl out or you know oh my god that guy's so cute because i feel if you can't let it out and you keep holding on to this secret it may lead to other things right um pursuing a, a, a the communication the line opening up those lines of communication you got to be careful with that so i have to agree with you oh Todd, you want to be careful because you might look at it as being um what, what's the word oh my gosh i'm blind what's that word what's the playful. right huh say that again oh daughter it might be playful yeah but the other person might develop a lightning for you and then before you know it you're in a space where you never intended to be right so we have to gauge things carefully really carefully all right so a little bit more from maxwell <clears throat> Ooh, the voice here at days after dark we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication love intimacy friendship and finance we're gonna be right back after this music break a little more from maxwell oh my gosh the voice all right let me get it together and behave myself all right let me just shut up and let him do his thing Song so nice, you gotta play it twice. Yeah. 
you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse and you have not already done so, go ahead, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon, and of course, my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no judgment zone we're here to engage in adult conversations share experiences and learn from each other so you just heard maxwell this woman's work and as he was singing oh my gosh so i was thinking about another artist that um does it i think for ladies lenny kravitz i don't know if it's his voice i think it's more his body people are just fixated on his physique and he doesn't seem to age. I don't know. What is he What is he taking? What is he eating? I know he moved out of the U.S. And that probably has something to do with it. I'm not sure if he moved to South America. But I know he has a farm. And he's taken on a simpler lifestyle. Which can definitely help. Um, but yeah, something about Lenny Kravitz. What it is. I we used his we used one of his songs for my wedding. <clears throat> that was her our first dance song was a Lenny Kravitz song. Oh my gosh. Which oh. one was that camera the song is right now because I'm bad. But yeah, it was a Lenny Kravitz song for sure. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Wow. Fly away. No. Hmm. Oh God, I'm such a bad person. You know the one with the memory. He remember the wedding dates and stuff. I go was it the 19th or the 17th? And he don't, never mind. Don't worry about it. He fit in there just oh, right. Baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the trick. Baby powder. Okay. Hmm. I look like baby eye. This hot skin. Okay. <laughs> I so, like Marlon's answer. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> but something about Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. He's 58 years old. Born May 26. Yep. Mm. Another Gemini. Mm. <laughs> Lenny. I like his song, um, Fly Away. Um, I like that one. I like the other one, um, American Woman. That's another one that I like. There's, I'm um, trying to think. Yeah, I think those are two that I love from him. But yeah, Mr. Lenny Kravitz. Another one. Yeah, if you all can think of any more. Oh, Javette says Tank. His physique and songs. Mmm. Mmm. You know which artist had a lot of um, women falling in love with him, Joe, when he did that song back in 1997? You know what song I'm talking about. Pretty much saying, if your man won't do it, I'll do it for you. 
Oh my gosh, what's the name of that song? And no disrespect to Joe, but he's, he's... I want to know. Yeah, <laughs> know what turns you on. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Rose. Sing I'm Rose. sorry, sing Marlon. Rose. No, no, no. Sing, that's why I stopped. Sing. I can't sing. I can't sing. So no, I stopped. No, no, no. Moments knows the rest. She can sing. I was about to say, you know, um, Joe is like two inches from a midget. So. You know, Marlon, you know what? You know, but mute your mic, Marlon. Mute your mic. Please Jersey. mute your mic. You're a hater, Marlon. You are such a hater. Well, you and I have had a discussion <laughs> about midgets. Sometimes midgets. Ross Solo, well. you and Marlon need All to right. go in timeout. Both of you. Okay. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Both of you. Whee! You know what? Time out. <laughs> Whee! Last week, we started the conversation about the great expectation. <laughs> what are expectations in a relationship? And we also asked the question, is it normal for your expectations to be different from your partner's? Uh, another one, is communicating your expectations critical to a healthy relationship? We also went over how to... Um, <laughs> I don't even know if we went over it because, you know, we, we, we spoke about 10 reasonable expectations and we got stuck on number six. But just a quick reminder, one is a mutual trust in each other, equal commitment to the relationship. Number two, three, shared affection and appreciation. Four, empathy towards experiences and emotions. Five, friendship and admiration in the relationship. Six, a satisfying sexual connection. Seven, mutual understanding and compromise. Eight, respect for differences. Nine, quality time. And ten, shared kindness and generosity. Welcome, Allison. Welcome, NK. Welcome, Sula. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate you all. So we got stuck on the sexual part of it, right? But tonight, we want to shift gears and move forward. What are 10 unrealistic expectations in a relationship? So for this, we're um, heading on over to anchorlighttherapy.com. Unrealistic expectations may contain absolutes or limitations on each other's freedom. These may arise from relationships in which the attachment style is anxious avoidant or insecure rather than secure. If you experience some of these expectations, hmm, it's important that we know how to shift our focus to develop a more secure relationship with more realistic expectations. And I hope you're hearing me, Clubhouse, because I do have the red bar across my screen. So let's give a quick rundown. An unrealistic expectation is no arguing is a sign of a good relationship. While it's not healthy to fight all the time, engaging in productive arguments or discussions promotes growth by sharing different perspectives and voicing concerns in order to make a positive change. Couples that avoid conflict may feel that they are walking on eggshells and may have a higher likelihood of building negative emotions towards their loved one that can threaten the fondness and admiration in the relationship in the future. What's 
greatly important when it comes to arguments or differences of opinion in a relationship. It's how we engage in those arguments. There should be boundaries. There should be lines that should not be crossed no matter what. Zero disrespect. And I think that's where some people get confused. Um, as much as I play around with my husband, we have never cursed at each other in an argument. Never. Never called each other out of our names. Never. Well, some people may say, well, that's you. Works fine for them. But really, does it? To say you're going to have a relationship with zero arguments is living in fairy tale world. Because remember, you're two individuals with two different ideologies. You see things differently because you were raised differently. Even if you're in an arranged relationship or an arranged marriage, you're still going to be individuals with different opinions. And you're going to bump heads sometimes. But you also have to be willing to step down or to say, you know something, let's agree to disagree and keep it moving because you're not always going to win. And sometimes there's no need to have a winner. It's just an, a matter of understanding from another point of view where the other person is coming from. All right. Who can say they've been in a relationship where they have had zero arguments do you want to be in a situation where you're walking on eggshells that can't be healthy then you're not being the, your true self you have to be careful what you say careful what you do oh my gosh always worried that's no healthy way to run a relationship mind reading Expecting your partner to always know what you're thinking and feeling is usually impossible. Instead, provide context by sharing your emotions and your perception of the event to guide more productive conversations. When this expectation arises, consider whether there is an underlying need for connection and support that can be addressed through a discussion regarding greater consideration for each other. I think mind reading is possible when you've been together for a while because I'm sure some of us have experienced it where you just look at each other and you know exactly what's going through the person's mind. And I think that is as a result of having conversation, open communication based on certain events. So you, you, you get to a point where you start to understand how each other thinks, right? Has that ever happened to you where you just look at the person and you're like, mm -hmm. you know what time it is without having to say a word? And then when you get oh, to. Oh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Welcome, Shawnee, Maya, Fabian, down in the audience, MK and Sawand. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah. It happens. And the more you're around a person, the more you're learning their behavior, their patterns, the way they think, right? Um, if you want to talk about mind reading, your children will check you real good on that. They study you. They study you. 
always available when in distress. Similar to mind reading, expecting your partner to provide comfort at every occasion may set them up for failure. And let me just do a quick reset before I go any further. Today we're talking about um, the great expectation. We started the conversation last week. Um, We're talking about reasonable expectations. Well, we spoke about reasonable expectations last week. And this week we're talking about unrealistic expectations, right? So now we're at number three, always available when in distress. Similar to mind reading, expecting your partner to provide comfort at every occasion may set them up for failure. Self-soothe to avoid stonewalling and emotionally draining your partner, which can lead to resentment or withdrawal from interactions. Consider using coping strategies and other supports when your significant other is temporarily unavailable and process the experience with them later. So I'm going to have a bear my soul moment. I have been through this where something just happened. You call your husband, you can't get him. You call your mother, you can't get her. I try calling Rosola, she ain't answering. And you're like, okay, where's everybody? What the heck is going on? What's up? Is something wrong with my phone? And then I said, you know something? Probably I'm overreacting. And they're not being accessible is allowing me to really calm down, think about what it is that just happened, and was it worth my getting all worked up? I don't know if that's the right way for me to look at it, but that's what I have found myself doing. And realizing that people are not going to be there every time you need them and you have to know how to self-soothe it doesn't mean that they don't care they just were not available at that time has it ever happened to anyone else i don't know please feel free to share i think i'm a loner too much that i don't really i don't call anyone if I if you hear from me on a phone call something's really up and I have to talk about it, but it's very rare. You you moments you've seen me in that experience where I wait you know, I waited till the very last minute. I'm like stressed out. Then I'm like, you know what? I need to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. But not really. I'm not that dependent on anyone. Um, but I understand what you're what you're what you're meaning. You have to like stop for a minute. Like, wait, what's happening here? Okay. But the thing is, though, because you're so used to the answer of, oh, sorry, Sinek, sorry, Ms. Sinek, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was finished. I am done speaking. Okay. Okay. Now I was just saying, you're so used to everyone answers when you call. As soon as they don't answer, you start going to that panic mode, like, are they okay? Or is there this or that? So, and you have to remember, too, um, we do have people have a life or they have other friends. It's not just you yeah. or they have other, other response you know, other engagements too. So if they don't answer, it's good to worry because, you know, things can happen and we don't know what's going on, but, um, going to panic mode. I mean, that's you, but I, I don't think you should go in a panic mode. Okay. It can, it can go, you know, it can be worse for you. 
you know, because you get a stroke, heart attack, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, because you're so you're in a panic mode where you're like, oh, man, nobody answering the phone. I wonder everything is okay. You know, you got to just take a breath, a breather, and say, <laughs> okay, they're probably busy. You call them back in another hour or so, give them time to whatever they were doing, or they're probably in a bad spot where they, the phone doesn't even ring. Mm-hmm. That happens to me. Yeah. So the things happen, but you just have to learn to control that. But at the end of the day, we all go through it one way or the other, um, especially if, with your parents. Cause you know, your, your parents are a little older, and you make sure, especially if they don't live with you, you got to check on them. So you make you feel like, oh, they didn't answer. Oh, man, I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so stuff like that I can understand. But, yeah. Yeah. So it's unreasonable of us to expect that our partners will always be available when in distress. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Lisa and Dr. Real, welcome. Thank you. So, uh, Javette, before I go any further, you want to um, do your part, your intro? <laughs> Earlier. <laughs> okay, let me let me give everyone a heads up. So earlier today on Coffee and Chill, which is the news um, show that's done in the morning every Monday through Friday, um, there's a headline, and the headline um, reads that you're now able to. No, there's a stripper that made a hundred thousand dollars in the metaverse. So I have been very reluctant to get into the metaverse, but I'm like, yay, here comes something of interest for me. I like that, you know, in, in my mind, I'm a stripper. You know, if I was younger, I would be. So I'm like, $100,000, that person made it in a year. I think I can bag that a month <laughs> in my mind. But I need to know how to navigate the meta world. So that's the conversation we were having this morning. So I hand it over to you, Javette. <laughs> thanks moments so maya shawnee and dr rael are my metaverse bullies they've been trying to get me in the metaverse Uh and i asked them if they can just come on for a minute and like give y'all a little bit of background of what they're doing in the metaverse and then um maybe at a later date they can discuss it in a fuller you know matter so Maya Shawnee, Dr. Rael, who wants who wants to speak first? Welcome. <laughs> Thank y'all for having us. Um, Thank you I for being here, Maya. Been um, peer pressuring <laughs> Javet. I've been sending her pictures from the metaverse, like, "Hey, girl, we having fun in here." So, um. I think the best way that I can explain the metaverse is um, it's virtual reality, right? And pretty much how my journey got started was I I was, you know, when Facebook came along, I was one of the first adopters of Facebook. So when Facebook changed to meta, I was like, okay, well, how do you get to meta? I've seen all the, you know, little videos about it. How do you get there? So I started doing some research and found out that the way I would access it would be through a headset called the Oculus Quest. Um, Maybe some of your kids have them or, you know, family, friend, um, a lot of kids have them, right? But a lot of adults have them as well. And it kind of spawned from the gaming world. 
But basically, when you go into the metaverse, there are different things you can do in there. Almost imagine an Xbox on your head. Okay. I know that sounds kind of weird, but imagine an Xbox in your head. So there is the metaverse, but then there are also things you can do in there. Like um, we have a Top Golf um, app on our Oculus, so my son and I can play Top Golf on our Oculus. Um, I work out through um, the Oculus. I can meditate. Like there's so many different things you can do, but specifically the metaverse. Um, so you go. And you go into the world and there are several platforms that host the metaverse. So you have something called VR chat. You have Altspace VR, which is um, where I introduced Dr. Rael to the metaverse. And then we happen, um, Dr. Rael uh, then met Shawnee and we've just kind of, you know, the, the networking has kind of budded out of, out of that. Um, I do call Dr. Rael the mayor of the metaverse because <laughs> even though I brought him in there, I swear he literally knows everybody in the metaverse now. Um, but essentially, uh, you have a headset on. You can hear people just like how we hear each other on Clubhouse right now. Um, and then you see an avatar of them, whether it be a cartoon caricature that they design that looks similar to them. Some people, you know, get to take on a persona all their own. I've seen a chicken, a little chicken there. Um, at, in one of the worlds, I was actually a black cat. So um, that's kind of like the cartoonish, the, the, the cartoonish side of it. But what I will say the benefit to being in the metaverse versus like, let's say a clubhouse, um, you actually get to interact with people and do things. So, um, Netflix has an app in there. So you can actually watch a movie with your friend that's 3000 miles away at the same time. You guys are viewing the same movie, hearing the same movie. There's no lag time, none of that. Um, you can bowl in there. You can play pool. You can play spades. You can watch a concert. There are so many different things that you can do to interact with your um, people who may be close down the street or maybe very, very far away. But you meet people. Um, you can go to events, concerts. Karaoke is a big thing in the metaverse. Um, so there are a lot of things you can do in there. And it's just a way to, you know, socialize. I learned something new um, within the last weekend. I didn't realize people were in the metaverse during COVID. So when I jumped on a couple of months, you know, back in like January, February, I didn't realize people have been in the metaverse like we've been on Clubhouse. So the same way we've been interacting on Clubhouse and talking about relationships for two years and everybody's still single and, you know, <laughs> you know all of that. They, they've been doing that over in the metaverse. And, and the difference is, is they've been able to socialize. They had, We went to a birthday party this weekend where they actually decorated um, a venue with um, – a, a huge cake and people came out and um, a, a lot of you know it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um, this young lady, she is a, pink is her favorite color, but also um, there's a gentleman who actually designs metaverse clothes and he's charging people U.S. 
DA money, you know, real dollars, mm-hmm. um, to outfit their avatar. And then he's donating all of the proceeds from October to breast cancer awareness. And so it's not just like, hey, people are in here, you know, just kind of running amok. There are good causes in here. Dr. Riel and I actually stumbled upon a mental health karaoke night. And that's how we were able to connect with um, the people that eventually would link us up to Shawnee. So um, I don't want to be too long-winded. Shawnee probably has different perspective and just even more to share. And I don't know if Dr. Rael is going to come up, but definitely, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Javette and she can get in touch with any one of us and we can kind of help you navigate through there. Thank you so much, Maya. I think what we're going to do is schedule for another Monday night when we can have a real more, well, a more in-depth conversation because I'm sure there are going to be more questions, right? Um, But Shawnee, please go right ahead. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, I'll just just start from my perspective of um, the metaverse and why I joined the metaverse um i actually came in at the pandemic and um my reason for getting it getting the oculus was to connect with family you know everyone know that we were all isolated and we we couldn't you know visit with our families or our friends and you know everyone knows about how it went and so um one of my friends was telling me about this oculus thing and and i love gadgets so i was like okay i'm on it when it went to best buy picked it up and um then I, I soon told my mom about it and so my mom lives two hours away well all of my family lives about two hours away and so i got one for my mom and we were able to um as maya was stating we were able to go into big screen and watch a movie you know we couldn't go to the theaters but in the metaverse i was able to go into um, an, an app called Big Screen that had different types of um, movie theaters. So, I mean, it's people from from China, people from the UK, um, people from Africa, people from Alaska, you know, New York, just everywhere. We're all sitting like we're sitting in a regular theater watching a movie. And it was not just a regular movie, but it was a 3D movie, you know, with the surround sound. So you're getting quality um, pictures and quality sound right in your headset. So, you know, to um, to to enjoy the ambiance, I got me some popcorn and I was eating popcorn and it felt like I was really in a the theater with my mom, you know. And so uh, what I found is a lot of people who um, join, join for different reasons. And I know one lady in particular, she has very bad anxiety and she can't go outside. But in the metaverse, she can go outside, she can uh, plant flowers, she can uh, interact with people. You know, she she has just really severe anxiety where she can't even talk to people in the real world, but she can talk and socialize mm. in the metaverse. There are people who can't walk, but in the metaverse, they can jump on trampolines, they can, you know, they can run, they can skate, they can, you know, do so many different things. And so, you know, it's just, um, it's amazing. Um, I was actually just a part of a, a whole singing competition. And um, I thought that was cool. You've probably heard of the Sunday's Best that BET does. And so we had yes. one in all space. And so 
I participated in that pro, you know, that, 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 um, that show. And it was really neat. I actually, a few minutes ago was just in a, a commercial. <laughs> so that we were shooting in the metaverse and okay. wait, 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 Shani. wait, yeah. wait, hold on, Shani, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold what? on. Uh-huh. So y'all, she's being a little modest here. Um, Shani participated in Sunday's Best. Not only did she win Sunday's Best, but she was the people's choice in Sunday's Best. So I just wanted to Okay. Yeah, she's she's being mod she's really being mm-hmm. modest. Thank thank mm-hmm. you, Maya. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting her on blast. Put her business out there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Shawnee. Let me ask you a question. Because here is something that was of concern to me. And um, this came up a couple months back when I think it was one of the vice um, presidents for Meto got, mm-hmm. um, was physically, well, it was assaulted, sexually assaulted in the metaverse. And I was like, okay, okay. I think that's a world I want to avoid. And I mm-hmm. would say that was earlier this year. How safe would you say it is? How safe do you feel in that space? Well, honestly, you know, for me, and this is not to sound insensitive, but for me, it's just simply taking off the headset. If you feel, if you, you know, if you begin to feel violated, you can simply just take it off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have never had a moment where I did not feel safe. And, um, and if I did feel some type of weight, you could just leave. You know, it's it's not like um and, and like I said, I don't want to sound insensitive to you know, or offend anybody, but it's it's just really simple to just take it off. Like, you know, if you if you're okay, if you're in an argument with someone in real life, you, you can you could just walk away. And that's the end of it, you know, for the most part. And so the same thing in the metaverse. You could you could unplug your headset, take it off. Um, if if it continues, if you're being harassed, you could block that person. You don't have to interact with that person. You know, so there's different things that you can do to uh, maintain your sanity, to maintain your peace, um, and to feel safe. You know, we have a um, there's a, a boundary thing that we have. You can't even come and touch us unless we take off the boundary that's um, around us immediately when we come into our space. So there's so many different things that could avoid it. I don't know how you could, the only way I can think of someone being harassed is maybe through, you know, arguing or, you know, trying to bully someone, you know, and, and, and there we have a whole community that don't stand for that. So, you know, you can reach out to reach out for help and, you know, they'll get on it. You can block people, you know, you could report it, you know, just as you can like with Facebook and um, other different platforms. Okay. All right. So you have like clubhouse. So you know how on clubhouse you block somebody, they can't come into the room. Yes. Okay. So when you block somebody on the metaverse, they literally disappear. You okay. can go, you can be in the same room and you'll see somebody talking. You probably block that person okay? because you'll see, well, I should say you see them talking to somebody else, but it just looks like they're talking to themselves. You probably have that person blocked. There's also muting, um, you know, that there are different things. And I don't know if this came as a result of 
you know, what happened to that young lady. But literally, um, it's if you've ever had a bad dream, my mom used to tell me, if you're having a bad dream, just try to wake yourself up. Wake up from the dream. It's the same concept. Take the headset off. Right. Okay. It, it literally, it literally is the same concept. And so it's just one of those things, you know, not to negate what happened to her, but I don't necessarily know what, you know, I don't know if they put those parameters in place as a result of what happened to her, but now they do have so many um, things in place to where, yeah, it's supposed to be an enjoyable experience for you. And if you don't feel like it's enjoyable, you block somebody, you can mute them. So you just see them, but you can never hear them talk. But I think, you know, like like how we do on Clubhouse, once you go in, you kind of get with your community, you, you start to meet like-minded people, and then you congregate to each other. And I think that, you know, I really, really do equate the metaverse and Clubhouse in a similar situation. I think the biggest difference is, is that you're not, you know, looking at a... a, a a dime-sized picture of somebody, you are actually interacting with someone's avatar. So oh. I think that, yeah, I think literally. So you you get to see people's mannerisms. Um, you know, I'm a hand talker. So right now I have my phone in one hand and I'm literally talking with my other hand. In the metaverse, you would see my hands moving. You would see, you know, if I, you know, if I shake my head or something like that, you would be able to see all of those mannerisms in the metaverse uh, in the yeah in the metaverse mm-hmm. so, so it's yeah. kind of similar to to real life then okay all right okay so i am i am considering checking it out and as i said earlier what <laughs> what got my attention was the fact that i could be a stripper in the metaverse and not show my face and make a bag of money see something has to motivate me to do something all in so, some and, and moments yes more so what got your attention is how you can make money that's in it. the metaverse that's, that's it. so so that's, let's just be real that's it <laughs> I come back I moment. Come back. and yes. that'll probably be a longer you know room <laughs> yeah, mom- yeah moments i will tell you this i mean aside from you know this young lady making money in the metaverse doing that so um there are several ways to make money in the metaverse if you have a product or you have a service, you can, you know, build your office in the metaverse and you, once you start networking, people, you know, will, will, you know, eventually trust you and purchase your services or goods if, you know, that's something that they want to do. There's also, you know, construction going on in the metaverse. You can build stuff, you can design clothing, you can design jewelry, you can design, um, you know, furniture, uh, there's a gentleman who actually travels for a living. So what he does is he takes pictures with his drone when he's traveling and people actually um, purchase those to put in their world. So it's like you're at your, your high rise is in the um, skyline of Atlanta. So you see the skyline of Atlanta in the background. It's a picture that he took with his drone. He's selling those okay. U S dollars. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, U.S. dollars, like, you know, people utilize Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. I always suggest in any kind of business that people 
um, go with, you know, the more secure platforms like um, PayPal, your Zelle and your Venmo versus Cash App. But it, that is your choice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it literally is just like that. We, you have people who can do charity events. But I, I did want to say that because I'm about to lose my point because I'm going to go on a tangent. Yeah. Um, you can access the metaverse without the Oculus through an app called Altspace VR. Altspace and VR. Okay. Altspace VR. Uh-huh. And that's A-L-T space V as in Victor R. You can do it through your PC. So you can set up an account and you can actually go in um, through your PC and kind of check it out. Now, you won't get the full experience because you don't have, you won't have a range of motion with your hands. You will essentially be in 2D, but it'll at least give you some idea of kind of what kind of events go, go on. And then um, if you see any rooms that um, have metaverse in the title in Clubhouse, just jump in and, and check them out. A couple of people that I recommend you follow are Ope, um, Forte, is it me or did we lose Maya there is everyone else able to hear me Maya is everyone else able to hear me is anyone hearing me because I'm not hearing anything Is anyone hearing me? I'll land there. Dr. Ryle's up. He might have more to say. Okay, thank you so much. I I didn't I was I yes. lost a lot of information. Oh. Dr. Ryle, welcome. I'm so sorry. Go right ahead. All right. Uh, okay, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. Hey, Carl, yeah, come on up. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay, totally cool. Um, yeah, so in 2016, um, I was at Best Buy. And the guy asked me to put on the oculus and it tripped me out and it was like whoa it was it was like really a trip and i was like yeah i want to get this i want to um but i totally forgot all about it and then at one time i said i wanted to get it so i can just play games but i had no idea that this was the an interacting with other human beings i thought it was just about playing games and then maya to all of us actually she just mentioned it because you know we were in my in the room that we have and, and she disappeared dr real are you there doctor okay i'm not sure if everyone is able to hear me but I'm noticing everybody, Dr. Real, your mic is muted. Can someone let me know if you're hearing me? So, um, I don't know if you had heard that um, Snoop Dogg had had a concert. And from there, other people realized, well, um, we can actually have some concerts here. So... This, I mean, every business right now is spending billions of dollars to be inside of the metaverse. So this guy bought some land in sandbox, so you can you can also make money 
by actually buying land, digital land, in the metaverse. So Sandbox, uh, well, right now it's pretty expensive, but um, a guy bought $500 worth of digital space and a large corporation wanted to build their building on his digital space and offered him $2.5 million for that space. So also for investors, real, real estate agents, this is also um, now something that they can get into other than just being a real estate agent in the, you know, the other world, right? But in the metaverse, you're, uh, people are buying land in um, uh, all kind of places that you can go and, uh, but Sandbox is one of the major ones. But just as Maya said too, Infinityverse is a beta right now. And a lot of people are buying apartments. And um, I think Shani could speak on that too as well. Um, but yeah, and uh, Shani and I, we also discovered some other places that you can also buy land in the metaverse. And we're not talking about art space. We're talking about other, um, I like to say, other worlds or other countries, other universes uh, that you can go to other than just uh, Horizon World, which is from Facebook and art um, um, space, um, multiverse. And there's, there's, there's tons. I think of, it's like, what, 14 of them? Yeah, tons of planets that you can go on and that you can make money. You can make a whole lot of money. Let me tell you, like those of you or maybe it's in music and um, ASCAP, they're, ASCAP, they're spending billions of dollars right now for recording artists um, to do their concerts. So uh, it's a, a documentary on Facebook. I mean, on Club, I mean, on um, YouTube. And it's uh, African-American sister, vocalist, and she said she would have never made as much as money she's, you know, have made on the metaverse in years, 20 years, it would take her to make the, the money she made in one concert. You know? In the metaverse? In the metaverse. Oh, wow. Yeah, because think about it. If you, and I mean, all the top um, um, singers, Maya, you can probably name them. They're constantly in Horizon World. Um, I think I seen uh, what's his name? Um, Post so, Malone. So, yes, a Post Malone. I think I saw, Yeah, I think I saw him Post Malone's um, uh, concert. I don't know how many times, but and when you're in there, uh, you, you're seeing it live. You're seeing it as if it's right there in, in your front room. I mean, you can reach out and just touch the person. They yeah, actually I... tried a new thing, too, with comedians. So I went into a comedy place in, in that same uh, type of style. I went inside, and it was it was as if I was sitting in the audience looking at the comedian, like, right there. You know? Dr. R? So, yeah. Can I um, jump in, guys? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So all of this that you were just saying, we are actually on live radio. So um, oh. we, we being long-winded. We got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What we so go ahead, gonna try to, Yeah, we're going to try to schedule another evening if when you guys are available that we can have like the entire time 
to yeah. just speak on this if you guys would come back because it sounds pretty interesting and i want to learn more and i know there are others who want to learn more as well as was as we highlighted this morning you know not just for what i'm interested in but for very various um topics right well the thing is i think you should do another one because yeah. the thing is is that we don't want to be just like you know we all we have this clubhouse thing right now but we don't want to be behind right that too as well because when i say companies are spending billions just google it yeah. just google just google um corporations in the metaverse and you'll see major corporations i don't want to say the names because i see we're being recorded so yeah. Yeah. major yes. corporations yeah. are spending yes. bucks on it okay yeah. so, yes. so well, thanks, look, i think the i think the military just um spent 23 billion on a metaverse contract yeah absolutely oh, the military my money Okay, our money. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now it gets real personal. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. The 17th next week, we're doing um, menopause. So the 24th, um, the 24th, the 31st is Halloween. So we'll do the 24th if that's okay. Hopefully. You said menopause. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. gonna talk menopause next week. Yeah. Can I come? Please, because I... it, it affects I... not just women; it affects men too. Because yeah. you're in our lives, yeah. right? Yeah, andropause as as well. So we're talking about andropause and menopause because yeah. andropause is for the men. I did a tour okay, on Dr. menopause Ryan, and andropause. You're getting too technical. Man. Yeah, I did a tour no. on it. <laughs> Next week, Dr. L, come back. Yeah. We're going to talk about it because it affects us. And I'm at that point in my life and I'm very frustrated. I'm over it. I just want to skip through it. So next week, menopause, the 24th, we're going to talk metaverse. How is that? I hope will that work? Um, Maya and Shawnee, will that work for you, ladies, as well? Hold yes, on, I'm just great. checking because I need to. I, I I don't know if um. So okay, just like you know, you have a scheduled show here. There are scheduled shows in the metaverse too, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I that's be, that's what. Yeah, so I would be the go between and, okay. and see if we can yeah. get a we'll date. Get a schedule. Yeah. yeah. So so I we'll have Javet coordinate for us. I appreciate you guys coming in. Y'all know I'm still not going to get on the metaverse, but you know, if you help some people, then that's fine. Yeah. I appreciate you guys yeah. very much. Thank, Thank you, Dr. You Rael, so much. Shawnee, and Maya. Oh, yeah, Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you, you. Maya. Ty, Ty Sky down there. He's, he's, yeah. from, he's from our metaverse. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Thank you. I can't thank you all enough for taking time out of your schedules out of your lives to share that information with us because it is something that i can honestly say i've been very skeptical about but i'm willing to embrace you know you have to move um in faith and not in fair so you know and not miss out on opportunities and as i said it's there's an opportunity for everyone um and i think we can embark on that right um, so thank you again, Dr. Real. Thank you so much, Shawnee. Thank you, Maya. And of course, Javette, thank you for coordinating this. And we're going to have the next session scheduled once we get everybody's calendar aligned and we'll let everyone know when it's going to be. All right. So thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, totally you. cool. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And uh, also just real quick, and therapists use the metaverse too as well. Oh, Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thanks a million. I can't express my appreciation enough. Really do appreciate you all. 
All right, so we're going to get back on track and we are talking about unrealistic expectations in a relationship. And here's number four for you. No friends of the sex they are attracted to. So Steve Harvey said, I don't, I'm sure many of you heard this, right? Where Steve Harvey said that he doesn't have any female friends. And Marjorie doesn't have any male friends. Is that to be expected in a relationship? Is that normal? Is that realistic? I would never put that limitations on my partner. You had friends before I came into your life. You will have friends if something happens to us. What, what, who am I to say who you can talk to and not talk to? Is, I think that's easy. Um, for you can't have male friends or you know female friends. I mean, nah. I think I I don't know where he unless he want to sleep with all his female friends. That's why he's trying to stay away from them, or she's trying to sleep with her male friend. That's why he don't want her just to have male friends. But that's the only way I can look at it because I don't see why you're gonna stop your your your, your partner. To have friends, you know, I don't know. I, I I can't see it. I mean, that's me, though, so. Yeah. But I've heard women. Go ahead, Sinek. Go right ahead. No. I mean, earlier I said, my husband, when we met, he told me most of his friends are female and, and or women. I don't really like to say female. But, and, and so all of his, most of his friends are women. What am I going to do? I, so now you're with me. That means you stop talking to all these women who've been important in your life before I came in because I should be the only important woman in your life. Mm -hmm. That is selfish <laughs> and insecure. Can we call him insecure? We can because he is an insecure yeah, man yeah, to do that, to put insecure. limitations right down on his partner. Incredible. Yeah, I think it's insecurity too, um, Sinet. I think it's unreasonable. Go ahead, Rosolo. Go right ahead. No, I agree with Sinet. I think it's insecurity. I think it's insecurity. And I think sometimes... Depending on the person, it's a sense of a form of control, being able to control that person and their relationships. Um, because I, I, I experienced that in a narcissistic relationship where the control was, you know, women should, you know, once you're in a relationship, you shouldn't have male friends and, you know, you shouldn't have, males shouldn't have female friends. And I just think it's ridiculous. Um, I think if you're both, you know, honest with each other and you're loyal to each other, then there, there's no, there should be no issue with, with, who your friends are i agree i think it's insecurity i think depending on the, the, the situation it's either insecurity or it's um them trying to control you in some way yeah so go ahead marlon go ahead oh naturalist sorry why do i keep mixing up those two marlon and naturalist i'm looking at you okay. <laughs> Again, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm always doing that. Uh, good night. Good um, night, naturalist. <laughs> the first thing I, I'm, I'm interested in it definitely. Um, but as far as it, I would say I have one and a half female friends. But I think it makes a difference if if you and a person is talking every day or or, or even every week. I think that makes a big difference. I think if you, if you talk once in a blue moon, mm -hmm. but that friend. I don't think the person have anything to worry about. But if you're talking to that person, you know, every day, every evening you come home, they 
sometimes the first person you speak to, I can see why folks, you know, may find that a little bit troubling. Um, but me personally, you know, I, I have a friend and I don't, I don't talk to her every day or every week or every month for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I consider us still friends because, you know, some people use the word friends and their definition is someone I speak to on a daily or weekly basis. I use your friends I can speak to you once a month or once a year. And we consider you good friends. Yeah. You're just not good friends that speaks every day. So I think that's where the difference is. Okay. All right. Um, naturalist, I'd like to know who's your half a friend. <laughs> <laughs> the half friend. The half. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me ask a question. If you have your partner and you don't know your partner's friends, is that something that you ought to be concerned about? If you you have, um, for the men, you've never met any friends of your partner's. Does that concern you? Should it be of concern to you? It would be a concern if there's somebody she's, my partner's talking to once a week or every day or once a month yeah i would like to know who it is you know so yeah i think it'll be a problem why do people hide their friends from their partners various reasons but um it's a possibility something may be going on there or they don't want they don't want their partner to be, you know, get jealous of the other person. You know, it depends on the type of relationship you have as well with with, with your with your spouse or your partner. Mm-hmm. Because if your partner is a jealous person, you don't want to bring, you know, your friends around him because he might get upset. You know, so it all depends on the type of relationship you have. That's my take on that. But I would like to want to. I want to know my my partner um, friends. What about secrets may get um, revealed? That too, because, you know, possibly have something going on. I had something before and they they didn't, they don't want the partner to know about it. Yeah, that's a possibility too. Yeah. Lisa's got it on the head. There's flirting going on. You're right, Lisa, because if you're, that's not the type of friendship you need to be having. <laughs> if you have a partner, if you're flirting with your friends, really? Who does that? Okay. I'm a Gemini, flirt with everyone, so, but it's not going there. You know what I mean? Come on. So what is what if your friend is a past relationship? Is that right. one of the numbers moments? That, that's a good question. That's a good question. I told you in the beginning. But Sunet has experienced his, that. Yeah. Yeah. One of his one of his best friends is an ex girlfriend, and then what am I doing? Like, it's still it's now a platonic relationship, and things can change. It does not mean that just because it was someone who there was romantic link doesn't mean that it stays that way. And I am I fully believe that. Well, I agree. I believe well. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. So any man that has ever come into my life as a relationship mm-hmm. knows that I have male friends. Mm-hmm. And I have female friends. And my male friends, I'm not letting them go for nobody. I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. 
because <laughs> that part. I'm sorry. You you <laughs> you made me laugh because I did have someone that come into my life that would not accept that. Did not feel that men and women can have relationships that aren't uh, that are platonic, platonic. And we've had this conversation already in the room. But yeah. someone that I call my friend is my friend until the end. Yeah. And well. they know that when I'm in relationships, boundaries are set. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be, you know, disrespecting my significant other or vice versa. I wouldn't want him to disrespect you guys as well. And even if they end up not liking each other, I still want my significant other to know that this person is still my friend. Yeah. I mean, I don't have, it doesn't bother me. Well, because I've lived it, right? Um, One of my good friends is an ex of mine. We don't speak all the time, but every now and again, my husband has met him, has taken me to go look for him. I know his exes. We talk. We're cordial. Right? Um, My dear, dear, dear friend of over probably almost 30 years is a male, is a man. Well, sometimes I wonder if I even exist because they get along better than we do anyway. They've become real good friends. And we will talk for hours. And you know what? People might hear, you know, me and my friend going at it and wonder if we're together. But this is years of us. You know, we're not flirting, but this is just years of who we are. And I'm grateful that I'm with somebody who accepts us and our friendship and understands that there are boundaries and there are no lines that will ever be crossed. Right? So I think it's unhealthy to ask your partner to get rid of their friends of the opposite sex because you feel threatened. I think that's what it is. You just feel threatened. Right? Another one is it's unreasonable to always expect your partner to spend all their free time with you. It may actually be detrimental to the relationship to expect your partner to spend all that time with you too. Balancing spending time with each other with engaging in personal interests and friendships may increase relationship satisfaction and opportunities for quality time. Consider your values and the levels of trust and commitment in the relationship to identify a satisfying balance for all of you. Is it good to have your partner around you? Yeah, but do I want them around me 24 7, 365? No. And I'm sure he sure as heck don't want me around him all that time either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need my free time. I need to go hang out, you know, just just to get away. Yeah. You need that breather, though. You just need to just go with your boys or just by yourself or whatever. You just need just to get out of the house, just to go hang out. And, you know, yeah. You do need that time. You need that time apart. Don't be too clingy. Ah, Don't do it. Don't do it. Unless that's how both of you are and that's good for both of you. I guess. But yeah, 
always in agreement. Is it possible to be always in agreement? It's actually unrealistic. It is not likely that two people will, with different life experiences will always be in agreement about their responses or perspectives in the relationship. Communicate with I feel statements and reflect back each other's perspective to increase validation and empathy when experiencing distress, when you perceive your partner is not supportive or is struggling to see your point of view. But how can we ask people from different backgrounds, different experiences to see eye to eye on every single thing when Seven brothers, seven different minds growing up in the same house were raised by the same parents, had the same things instilled in them, but yet they each have different opinions about life and see things from different perspectives. So how then can we expect people from two different homes, communities, countries, cultures, to see eye to eye and always be in agreement with everything. It's impossible. Oh, well, he don't love me if he doesn't agree with me, says who? Allow your partner, allow yourself to have your own identity, to be able to think for yourself. All right, let's not be overbearing in our relationships, all right? Always providing solutions. That's unreasonable. It may not be reasonable to always provide solutions to each other when experiencing stressful situations. At times, providing a solution too soon can be dismissive or invalidating of a person's emotions regarding the situation. I'm I'm grateful for this one because I was of the opinion that your partner, the person you're with, was supposed to have the answer or be able to solve the issue if you can't solve it or if you can't find the answer. So this is letting us know sometimes neither of you may have the answer or be able to come up with a solution. But together, you can probably find someone who may be able to help out. I don't know. Shift to listening and empathizing with each other and ask if a solution is desired before suggesting it. Now, this is where us ladies, we like to just rant and sometimes we don't really want an answer. We just want you as a sounding board. Am I the only guilty one for this? We're not necessarily looking for you to... No, s- okay, you're, you're right. Can I, can I just talk and can I just like tell you how my day was? I don't want you to tell me how to fix it. Just, just, just let me talk to you and you just shut up and listen. Just, well, I'm going to say, please just listen to my thoughts. I don't really need any advice right now. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you how my day was. And, and if I ask, then, then do it. But just give me a minute to just get it all off my chest and don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just me and you, Sonette. We're the only two like that. Javette is laughing. No, I'm just laughing on how she said it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's 
why she's laughing. Because I know. Like, Please just don't interrupt me. I know. I, I need to get it off my chest. Or it's just not going to work. And if you interrupt me, you're going to throw me off. And then I'm going to start all over from the beginning because I have it all in my head. That part. Start all over again. I thought, oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one. You cut me? Yeah, I got to start all over again. And then I tend to feel as though you're not listening to me. <laughs> I don't know. But can we be honest for a second, ladies? When the men are venting to us, using us as their sounding boards, are we guilty of interrupting them and trying to provide solutions? I used to be. So I will say I used to. I am learning to listen more. Yeah. Yep. Guilty. There, I'm a recovering interrupter. <laughs> I'm guilty. It happened recently. Marlon is like, can you not cut me off? Let me finish. So I have to learn to reciprocate, right? If I'm expecting him to not interrupt me when I'm using him as a sounding board, I need to be able to do the same for him. And I, I have to make a conscious effort to catch myself. It's years of undoing, right? <laughs> but I, I'm getting there one day. But yeah, I think we need to make sure we're not doing it to each other, meaning we're not interrupting each other. We are allowing each other to be able to express themselves without feeling the need to provide a, a solution unless they ask for it. And I think a great way to know if they want a solution is they'll let you know, hey, what do you think? What would you do if this were this, you know, if you were in this situation? And then they'll tell you what the scenario is. I think that usually happens, right? Another one is always forcing change. At times, significant others can unintentionally behave in ways that can trigger you, but it is not realistic to always ask them to change their behaviors or personality. Frequently being forced to change can impact your self-esteem, your sense of freedom, and your safety in the relationship. Reflect on why the behavior causes distress and evaluate if the situation can be better addressed through challenging unhelpful thoughts or potentially seeking couples counseling to overcome the trigger. Hmm. Have you ever been guilty of always asking your partner to change or have you experienced your partner constantly asking you to change? To change things about your behavior or your personality. Has it ever happened? Have you ever been the one to ask your partner to change constantly? You don't have to say if you don't want to, but Food for thought. I've been in a relationship before where they wanted asking me to change certain things about me, you know, and I was like, no, you know, I'm not going to change. I change if I want to change. You're not going to tell me to change, you know, so it happens in my past. Yeah, it happens. 
And how did it make you feel? How did it make you feel? I just don't like the way it made me feel like, um, I don't know. I really don't, I really don't know how to put a, my finger on how I felt. I just didn't feel good about it because you come to, to ask me to change, um, things I've been doing for so long and, uh, no, I'm not going to, but how I feel, I just didn't feel good. That's all. Okay. Thank you. That relationship ended very quickly after that happened. I'm not even going to try and pretend. It was like, wait, you don't like me the way I am, mm -hmm. so you don't like me because I'm going to be a different person for you. I'm going to be me. And that's why I was a serial monogamous for a very long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, you don't like me the way I am, that means I shouldn't be with you or you shouldn't be with me. So let's just move it on. Stop, yeah. stop wasting. Don't waste my time. But Sinet, what was it about you that attracted the person? I don't know. I don't know what what what, what started it, but the attraction. But the when they're like, okay, I don't like the way you dress. And could you change it? Could you wear things like? Why are you all your shirts crew neck? They should be V neck. Show off your body a little bit more. But I'm like, what? This is me. It, it was very superficial, extremely superficial, and 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 so I realized that that was a waste of my time. Mm -hmm. be because you, if you want someone who's going to put on the sexy, go find someone sexy. You like me because of who I am, great, but don't expect me to 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 convert to to that that uber sexy person. That is not my personality. And 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 there there's times later in my life that I I would become that person. I would you know change the outfits and go, you know, this looks better on my body. They had a point. But in that time, I was not ready to embrace that conversation. So I'm like, eh, not, you're not for me right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. I get it. So I had a, um, I had a relationship where I did ask, um, the person to stop saying something. You know how some people speak and they may add something that's unnecessary <laughs> yep. at the end of the sentence? Mm -hmm. Or someone that'll constantly say, um, or he had a habit of saying this slang term that just used to drive me crazy as a period to everything he says afterwards just like how what is that character that wears the oh i'm sorry i shouldn't say character <laughs> the hip-hop person that wears the <laughs> that wears the <laughs> that wears the clock and he'll oh you're he talking flavor flavor at the end of it what he used to always say yeah man or something something at the end like he would always have this slang term and I don't want to say it because I don't want to offend anybody. Right. But yes, I asked him to stop it. And every time he said it, it was like, okay, it, it was just like the period to the end of his sentence. And <laughs> it drove me crazy. And he didn't hear it. So I had to actually like, we decided every time he says it, I would like smack him or something, you know? So, <laughs> so I was young. I was younger. I was younger. Okay. We all have our pet peeves. 
but he he actually did really try to stop saying it. He he really really did. Did did, did, <laughs> Javette, did you think you were making him feel uncomfortable by insisting that he changed the way he spoke, or did you present it to him? You did say you were younger, right? So I'll take that nah, into consideration. I didn't care. I didn't okay, care. <laughs> but now would you present it? To, present it in a way to him to make him feel that a different style of or a different delivery style could bring him a different audience or make him uh, i'm trying to put it in a nice way it's not working it's not working i actually had a conversation with him recently <laughs> And it seems like it has floated back into his everyday life. He can't change. Okay, he can't change. Give up on yeah. that one. Give up. There's certain. So we have pet peeves. We do. We all have them. Things that irritate the life out of us when other people do it. I can tell you what my biggest pet peeve is. When someone is eating and they're clapping their mouths, or if they're eat, chewing gum. <laughs> that's one of my big pet peeves sorry but i would like others to speak up please don't sit there and act shy jump in jump in jump in all right yeah it's popcorn style come on it yeah don't, don't be shy please we're here to exchange experiences learn from each other right that's the goal so here's another um Wow, unreasonable expectation. Always having sex regularly. You know what? Let's leave that one for last. Let, let's do this one first. Never changing appearance, right? Believing that your partner will never gain weight or retain their looks throughout the time may contribute to shame or body image issues, especially when this expectation is expressed through criticism accepting and loving your partner as they are can help you maintain fondness and admiration for them conducive to maintaining your level of attraction gaining weight can i ask the woman in the room a question do you feel offended if your partner tells you that you've gained weight do you take offense mm. to it it depends on how it is said. Okay. There, there is. It really does depend on how it's said. Um, if it's like, honey, you've gained weight, and ooh, that extra curve there is fantastic. Mm, great. But it's like, ooh, you, you've gained weight. Your clothes don't even look right on you anymore. That's offensive, you know. So it, it all depends on how it is said, the tone the way if there's eye contact if there's touching it all depends but if you're gonna say to me nasty then yeah i'm gonna be super offended and, and you may get cold and frozen out for the next month and a half okay all right thank you sunette go who, who opened her mic someone else opened her mic i heard it go right ahead hey fabian <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to get the fellas in trouble no 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 i, I i'm going to the latest first favorite i because oh. i think differently right but i want the ladies to answer right. because this seems to be a very touchy topic but i'm gonna get to the men but this seems to be a very touchy topic for 
the woman. Um, Rosolo, sleeping yet? <laughs> if you can speak. Okay. I'm not sleeping yet. Okay, yes. I'm okay. Not sleeping Good. yet. Yeah. No, I agree with Sinette. I think it depends on how it's said. I think, and then the intent behind it. If it's, you know, and, and, and who it's coming from, because, you know, you could be with someone for a long period of time and they know how to speak to you, how to, you know, express you know, you've gained a little weight. If it's something they like or they don't, they know how to express it either way. But if it, it, I just think it's how it's expressed and who it's coming from. I agree with Sinat. All right. So Lisa in the chat put, no, if it's done in love, Tasha yeah. said it depends on how he says it. And she is um, seconding, seconding. What can I say? Seconding. <laughs> <laughs> What Sonette said. said, right? Okay. <laughs> um, Sula, I know you probably can't talk. Put yours in the chat. Uh, Javette. So I've been skinny all my life. So when someone told me I gained weight, I had no problem with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Gained weight in all the right places. <laughs> the dad's right. All right now. <laughs> Okay, so Sula said agreed. So she agrees with what has been said so far. Um, Miss Marion, welcome. Are you able to speak? Okay, Miss Ma- I know it's that time of the evening for Miss Marion. Forgive me, I will not interrupt her. But okay, so ladies below, MK or Ali or, well, Tasha spoke already in the chat. Sime, welcome. Uh, Ashley, welcome. If you'd like to answer that question, I would appreciate it because I want to know, does it bother you if your partner tells you that you have gained weight? So far, the consensus is it depends on how it's done. Sula added something in the chat. Okay, all right. I usually check myself about my weight before someone can say something. Try to stay in a healthy weight zone. Okay, thank you, Sula. So, me. Okay. I want to hear the truth. In love. In love. If you're going to be malicious with it, keep it to yourself. But I would rather hear from you that I have put on weight. I would rather hear from my partner that, uh, babe, that outfit doesn't fit you the same because you've put weight on. I would rather hear it from my partner, but in a loving way, not in a malicious way, as everyone else has said. All right. But, okay, Ashley says, okay, good night, Sunette. Thank you so much. I know it's that time for you. Ashley said, I believe it's how it's said to me. Please lead with love. Exactly. Exactly. It's in love. Men, your turn. Fabian. Why are you going to be a sacrificial lamb? <laughs> because you were the first one. Because <laughs> you were the first one. That... No, no, no. To be fair, you trying to avoid the You see, Fabian, you see. I'm like when I sleep, when I know damn well in Anyhow. Oh my gosh. Oh, 
You, you had a good day, Fabian. But Fabian, do you start out first with the question asked? Me no, me no, me no. So it looks like I got to take the bullet for all of them. You got to so, take the bullet. Anyway, when it comes to uh, matters that deal with uh, my significant other gaining weight, uh-huh. um, I do not bring it up at all. <laughs> wow. You avoid it. No. Period. No, no, I no, I don't say, I won't say you've gained weight, but I will say, hey, uh, do you want to go walking with me? You want to go to the gym with me? So that's my way of saying it without saying it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. saying it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm not going to come out and say, boy, you look, you know, that, 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 that dress in a feature and not like, I think that's insensitive. So I, I would, that's my way of saying it. So whether she want to take it or not, then. Take me up an offer, so be it. So you're you you are your way is let's mm -hmm. go for a walk. Okay, all right. Dre, can you speak? As are you able to speak, Dre? Sure. How I, would you let your significant other know that they have put on weight in a loving way? <laughs> or is it um, tough? I mean, I just normally just say it like, you know, look like you're, you're putting on some weight. You want to go work out or that jeans like it's getting tight for you or something, but I'll, I'll let it be known. Okay. And is it usually well received? Dre? Okay. 85% of the time. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's start with the 15. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you and ducking and running out, running out of the house. <laughs> the, the 15 is where you get that eye roll and the head and the <laughs> attitude and like, you know, but the 85% of the time, you know, they, 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 they receive it well, but you know, and you think you say it the same way all the time, but there's just sometimes when, you know, yeah, you're going to get that eye and pray that you live to see the next day. Naturalist! <laughs> Still, you know what? Naturalist? You see, naturalist is a very outspoken person, right? So I, I would love to hear how he delivers that message, if he has ever had to deliver it. Okay, he probably can't speak. Oh, Tata, up to you. What's up? Talk to me. Well, um... I might sound a little corny, but um, I was going to say Dre is a brave individual for his comments. Uh -huh. And Fabian always himself up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me, mm -hmm. I, if it's to the point where it's quite noticeable, I would say, you know, um, say this particular outfit or whatever you're wearing doesn't really compliment you as, as you should be complimented. Mm -hmm. You might not and if it's to the point where she is feeling a way about it, I would tell her um, those are my curves and I like them just as they are. Okay. All right. Thanks. That's a smart diplomatic approach, right? <laughs> Yo, I, I, I don't like all these guys on here. I, like, they never. Tell. Hey, we're trying to stay off the couch, bro. <laughs> bro, we're trying to stay off the couch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon, talk about it. 
You really want to hear from me? Yes, I really want to hear Don't take the bait, Marlon. Don't take the bait. <laughs> Try to save you, bro. That dog out say no fun. <laughs> Sounds as though Fabian has been in there a couple of times. Clearly. <laughs> I, I, I personally tell the truth and I lay it out. I yep. will let you. Hey, you trying to fit in those pants? <laughs> Look, I you know get a size or lose some weight. I I I keep it real and I say Whew. I say is I don't know one hundred real. So let me give you let, let me tell you what happened. Was it last week? <sighs> put on a jeans. I'm like I'm always needing help. If you don't struggle to put jeans on, you can't feel my pain. That's all I'm gonna say. Beyonce know what you're talking about. So. I'm like, okay, babe, need your help. Pull out the back and, and I got the front. And then the jeans can't have a button. And then he says to me, lie down. Because you know that's a trick, right, ladies? Lie down. And then you can't button the pants. So he learned. He's like, just lie down. And he's like, <laughs> and then he says, the pants can't button, find something <laughs> And I'm like, no, it can't button. Hold on, man. Let me just suck it. <laughs> so after. <laughs> I can see you guys doing that in the bedroom too, just struggling. <laughs> I'm choking. So he, he forces it. Right? He gets it. So I'm like, okay, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. <laughs> he says, you're going, you're going to drop down dead. I'm going to now pick you up. <laughs> so I'm like, no, man, I'm good. You know, you do the jiggle and you jump and you're like, yeah, everything fits. It's good. And afterwards, like about five minutes, I'm like, no, 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 no. Come up to get out. But he keeps it 100% real. I want to know something, don't ask me, so. I just, moments, I want I want to know why you put yourself in those moments, <laughs> literally. Because you know who you're married to. He's not the kindest. The words, you know, we said say it with love. He doesn't understand that. I wish everyone can understand that Marlon is not saying it with love. He's he just saying us. it. But he's not saying it with love. He says you're fat. He tells you don't eat that. He say you can't fit in that. He tell you don't look good in that. He tell you if you take that off, you look like a yeah whatever. He would tell you exactly how you look in the moment at the moment. If you have any type of, if you're emotional, you know, your feelings, don't go around Marlon, especially don't in ask you know him. You should not have on, especially in something you know you should not have on, because Marlon will tell you to take it off. He will. So I don't know why yep. Moment is jumping in jeans with Marlon in the room. I would never, ever, 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 ever. I don't have nobody else. <laughs> yeah, put, yeah, shut yourself up. Cohen said, that's it. Tell it like it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, some people have no business wearing some stuff. <laughs> you know. You don't, you don't have a mirror? Oh, Lord, have mercy. 
Good night, everyone. Just put baby before it. I did, yeah. I'm accustomed to him and you know something I guess I'm accustomed to him because my dad was the same thing he, my dad would look at you and say my sis try to take that tough that not steer good for you at all. and then you're like okay so it doesn't bother me the truth really doesn't bother me but yeah I think Marlon will do he'll be nicer with other folks right so like Javette he'll be nice to you Sonette he'll say it nicely to you but with Rosola and myself mm -mm, it's as real as it gets don't ask him you're getting it real real all right at 12 o'clock at night I'm like can I have some ice cream you don't need it <laughs> flat out you don't need it or if I say if I have you ever been up at one o'clock in the morning and like Damn, I feel hungry. Go on to your bed, go sleep. You don't need it. I'm like, damn, what if I die? <laughs> like, what if I die? You're not dead. You have enough to live off of. Go on to your bed. You know, like, okay. But, um, yeah, you can't have a thin skin around him. It's not going to work. But these are the unrealistic expectations. So just a quick reminder unrealistic expectations in a relationship no arguing is a sign of a good relationship throw that away always know why and what you're feeling mind reading it's impossible to read your partner's mind right and they can't read yours open lines of communication it's impossible to always be available it's impossible. Your partner cannot be available 24-7 because life happens. There's work. There are other obligations, okay? Asking your partner not to have friends of the opposite sex is a little unrealistic. But, hey, it's what works for you and your relationship. I'm not here to tell you don't do it, okay? But what you may want to do is check your insecurity levels, always spending all your free time together and i think that includes gpsing your partner to need to know exactly where they're at every given second of the day yeah check yourselves on that do not expect that your partner is going to be in agreement with you 100 percent all the time it's not going to happen you're going to have differences of opinion but it's how you discuss, how you have those conversations that matter, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's unrealistic to always need to provide solutions. Okay? It's always an unrealistic expectation to always force your partner to change to avoid a distress. You're separates. Remember that. One thing I like to say is we're two imperfect people who are perfect for each other. A person will change when they see fit. You cannot force someone to change. Remember that. You cannot force someone to change. You may 
think you have because you might see certain things and you're like, okay, see, I told you, I knew he was going to change. I was not going to let up on him. But he may, he or she may just be humoring you. But the minute they find somebody that they can be themselves completely around your history, right? Always having sex on a regular basis. Let's get into that one. Never changing appearance, right? We change. Our bodies change. Our, the things we like change. So let's not be unreasonable. So let's get into always having sex regularly. Factors like sex drive, stress, hormones, kids, and lack of communication about sex can impact the frequency of sex. Clarify what initiation looks like for each of you and explore possibilities of engaging in intimate touch, flirtation, or other forms of intimacy when either or both of you are not in the mood to engage in sex to preserve this connection. As much as we want to have sex five times a day, three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, seven days a week, 365, it's not possible. It is just not possible. Women who are still able to have a cycle, your body needs the break, so it takes the break. You get a what? Five days, seven days. For those of us who are in the menopause stage, which we're going to talk about next week, um, sometimes a whole month goes by and nothing. Not that you don't want to, Sometimes you're having a period for a whole damn month. What do you do? It's impossible. So your hormones and your health, sometimes your job, you're tired. You're dead ass tired. You come home from work and you're tired. I think it's a little unreasonable to ask your partner, come on, let's go. They just finished working 18 hours. Are you being reasonable? Who is it going to benefit? Just you? Or should the encounter benefit both of you? Right? Um, sex drive may just not be there at that given time for whatever reason. We don't know what's going on mentally on both sides. For both, How many times? You know what? Let me wrap up on air because there's a question I want to ask. And I... I prefer to ask it off air. And since, yeah, let me go ahead and wrap up on air. And um, and then we'll get into this one. Let me, where is my, yeah. No, I want to play this one. Tamia, stranger in my house. Let, let's hear what she has to say. Let me use her to close out. Clubhouse, I'll be right back with you. Bye. 
everyone for coming to days after dark on clubhouse it was certainly a pleasure this would not be possible without each one of you of course i have to say a huge thank you to the co-hosts sanaj rosolo and marlon for joining me tonight tonight's episode of days after dark was streaming live on qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play Store. You can also find the Jano Radio app on Apple Podcasts. Yep, we're there. There will be no coffee in tow in the morning. World News on the Go. We'll be back on Wednesday. But tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, The Rose Solo Show goes live on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityPlan.com, and FutureFM.net. Also, Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. Thank you once again to everyone from all around the world that tuned in. And to everyone here on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. This was a Moments With Me media production. Clubhouse, I'll be right back with you. Have a good night, everyone listening online. Please get some rest and be safe. See you next week when we talk about menopause.